Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. Welcome. We start in the week very strong as usual. There's a lot of stuff going on in the entertainment world, in the collectible world, in the comics, and gaming. There's a lot of stuff. There's always a lot to talk about. And uh, this podcast is about that, about having these conversations about things that are important for the moment and that we, we all care about and uh, we want to share. And my purpose is to uh, give you wisdom, you know, if I can share that, if I have it, because I definitely don't have much wisdom in a lot of things, but also uh, share some knowledge. But most importantly is to engage with people and also to make us think uh, whether you agree with me or not. In a lot of the subjects, it's important to have conversations. And uh, my desire is for you to have something, an oasis uh, throughout your busy schedule uh, where you can talk about things that we care about, things that are important to you as well. And um, not necessarily, you know, we, we when we are in, in the world, we have to talk about business, we talk about work, we talk about family, we talk about finances, about paying bills. But this is about talking about things that are deeper to us, the things that are in our heart. And today I want to talk about something that um, that has been kind of circulating in my mind throughout the weekend. And I want to share a little bit of, of my experience here uh, in YouTube, you know, as a video content creator. Uh, and I want to share that. And I think it's important to to also to bring it to the table. And I think you can relate. We can all relate with this point. Uh, as you know, if you follow my channel on YouTube uh, this weekend, uh, last week, I talked about San Diego Comic Con collectibles. It was pretty much the center of everything. It was the reason I was pretty much making videos. I did a lot of live videos. It was very tiresome. I put a lot of hours on this live videos, but it was fun. It was my first time making live videos. And I definitely love the format and I'm going to produce more of those videos or those type of videos. Uh, uh, of course, it was a learning experience, a lot of mistakes, but definitely a lot to learn from it. Um, but um, I made videos of that. And on the weekend, uh, if you haven't watched it, you can watch it. Uh, I make videos of my top 10, uh, one video for my top 10 statues uh, that were showcased at San Diego Comic Con. And there was another list for my top 10 action figures also at San Diego Comic Con. And I had a lot of fun with them. Definitely was fun because I have to go through every single release, everything. I pay attention to all of that. And I chose the ones that I consider were the best at the con. The ones that really were, uh, in my opinion, the best, best done. Um, the concept was amazing or it was totally different and it set it set these pieces apart from the rest and I did that you know and I have fun now when I uploaded the one for um, in this case for the statues one of my highlights for me uh, one of the highlights for me on uh, the Comic Con was the statue of Deja Torres if you don't know who Deja Torres is you need to uh, you need to read in this case the novels of uh, you know John Carter uh, from, you know, Mars and stuff like that. And the Yatoris has comics. Uh, they're comics that Dynamite comics produce a lot of them. And I read them and they're very, they're very good. They're not bad. I like Dynamite, uh, lineup of comics. So the Yatoris is a, it's a big character. No, not for everyone, but definitely it's, it's a great, great character. The statue that was produced by, um, in this case, by Sideshow for the character and is beautiful. It is a beautiful piece, beautiful statue. And, um, you know, it is gorgeous. They did a fantastic job. Well, I make the video. I posted the pictures on the video where I talk about, you know, this piece and what I consider it's, it's within that top 10 list. So I upload it. And all of a sudden, after I love the video, normally, uh, of course, I monetize my videos. So I make a little bit of money out of those videos, of course. 
Uh, and when I monetize, I, I put the monetization, and when I upload it, then I get a, a, in this case, a message saying that it was partially monetized because YouTube uh, flagged the video because of some content. So I dispute that. And uh, they came back at me and they say that they find it, that they were correct in their, in their saying, in their uh, veridic, and they will stick with it, which means that it's partially monetized. And to me, it's like, but I didn't do anything on that video that was inappropriate. There was no bad language because I don't use bad language in my videos. Uh, there's no full nudity. I don't show nudity, you know, any type of nude bodies. I don't really talk about drugs. I don't talk about, you know, guns. I don't talk about violence. I don't promote violence or bullying or anything like that. Why in the world you are demonetizing my video? And of course, he comes to the conclusion that, you know, because of the pictures of Teja Torres. And that really baffled me that a statue, a statue that is, you know, yeah, you know, you know, it's kind of a skimpy outfit. You can say that, but she's not doing anything inappropriate. It's nothing inappropriate about a statue like that. It's the character represents the character It's cover. It's not covered modestly, but it's based on a pretty much a story that has been in the novels for many years. And it's nothing wrong with that. There's no sexual act happening on that. But according to YouTube, it violates some of the guidelines and they have to demonetize my video because they don't want the kids that watch the video or kids that come to watch it to feel that they are being, um, I don't know, like, you know, misguided, you know, with content that is not supposed to be for them. So I find, I find it very odd that this happened. You know, I understand, you know, what they trying to do and they've been trying to do for quite a while. But I find it odd, the mindset that there's something dirty about the body of a person that just showcasing your body it's wrong and but you see all the time in youtube i see people like a lot of this uh cosplayers cosplaying stuff and they showcasing a lot of under you know boob and all that kind of stuff they're showing a lot of stuff but this are not demonetized they're making money out of it and people are okay with that i see so much content in youtube that still monetize and they're making money at content that I would consider that is inappropriate, you know, bad in, you know, language. I can say one thing. I do see and I do understand the importance of maintaining a clean slate or maintaining something that is uh, appropriate for everyone. But who determines what and what determines what? Where are the rules of engagement here? What is good and what is bad? What can be allowed and what disqualifies this? A statue? Is that bad? How many statues, Greek statues, have you seen where the body is naked? Is that inappropriate? This is a statue that is not doing any sexual act. It's just a person sitting down. She's sitting in the couch or whatever, and uh, she is being sexy because that's a sexy figure. Uh, but it's not inappropriate. It is not inappropriate, at least not in my perspective. And I feel that people are missing, in this case, the forest for the trees with the whole thing. But that's not the only case. I can say that because if you watch my video uh, recently, I reviewed Sensei Nice of the Zodiac uh, that is coming on Netflix. That is not on Netflix. And uh, one of the biggest problems of that show is that they make so many changes to the story. One of them is turning uh, one of the characters that for many years, uh, name is Sean. This character dressed in pink. And we always knew when I was growing up that this kid was weird. We know he, he was strange. But, you know, we accepted it because that was it was created with that intent. But no, now uh, what Netflix did is that they shaped the, the, in this case, the gender of the character from boy to female. 
just to accommodate so he can wear pink or she can wear pink now. Um, and I found that very disheartening and disappointing, particularly a necklace that kind of uh, tries to claim that they are very, uh, I would say, inclusive. And in this world we live in of inclusiveness, um, you know, I feel that they just missing the force for the trees because they do this in order to accommodate for children. They did so many fundamental changes to the show, not because the show was bad or because the story is bad, but because they don't want to enrage the parents and affect or offend the kids. Well, in this case, of, of offend the parents and affect the kids or the children. And uh, primarily in the American market, because uh, the sh- changes have been done, not necessarily for the world, because the, a lot of people, if you go through every single review, a lot of people are so, people that grew up with the show, grew up with the original show, are so unhappy. And that happens everywhere, because this show was so popular in all over Latin America, in Brazil, all over Europe. It was popular in Africa. It was popular in, in Asia. It was never popular in the U.S., which is kind of kind of strange. All the English-speaking countries where it was not as popular. Uh, because, you know, there was not a culture of anime during those years. Uh, something that, you know, Latin America and all parts of the world, they have a long history with anime since back in the 70s. We've been watching anime since the 70s. Uh, so definitely that's something that it was really disappointing, uh, the changes. But it goes back to the same thing. It's trying to accommodate to protect the innocence of the kids. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this here today, because I think it's important that we determine you know, what is right and what is wrong. For every person, there's a difference between right and wrong. Right and wrong is always, it's a moral law, but definitely we all have different definitions of what is right and what is wrong. But I do believe that it's important to, to be honest and to be truthful about the way things are and the importance to not just hiding from our, our kids from the realities of the world and the truth of the world. To really know that there are things that are, we need to protect our kids. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a parent. You know, I don't have a, a small kids anymore. My daughter, she's 18. And I went through the challenge like any other parent to try to raise my child in a world, uh, in, the, in a godly home because we, we God believers, we, we are Christian. But, you know, trying to protect her from everything that was uh, wrong or things that, you know, I, fa- I found offensive for her age uh, through the different stages of her life. But there were times where, you know, as any parent, when you go, if you have child, if you have teenagers and you know all of that, the teenagers kind of rebel, you know, it's part of their nature. And they do. And sometimes they do things that surprise you. Uh, but it's because they're also trying to discover who they are. Uh, and that really, really always brings us to that. You know, I, I really understood at some point in my life, you know, raising my child, that my child knew more than I gave her credit for. And I feel that sometimes we don't give enough credit to kids of what they already know. Our kids are uh, bombarded day by day by this world, by a lot of things, a lot of ideologies and a lot of concepts. But the important as parents is not to try to blind them from the truth, but to really present the truth in a good way. And I think it's important that as parents, we are aware of what our kids are watching, and it's important that we present what we're watching. But there are things that definitely are, that we cannot be too prune about certain things, because what we're doing, we're not helping our kids. We are just making our kids um, worse. Um, We're not protecting them. We are just taking away the truth from them. And that's, we rob them of the experience and to find them the truth for themselves. 
The truth of the matter is that you cannot protect your kids 24-7. The truth of the matter is that you cannot be there with them when uh, the, some, uh, you know, in this case, ideologies are presented in their lives and some ideas and they have to make choices. Uh, all you can do is to love them, uh, to share the truth with them, to be honest with them, and also tell them that ultimately it's their decision to make whether to do right or wrong. Like, for example, me as a Christian, you know, my job as a parent is to teach my child to love God and to fear God and to know the, the truth of the Bible. But ultimately it's her choice to decide if she wants to follow the saints' footsteps, if she wants to follow God or not. That's just her choice. And I have to respect that choice. And she's making her choices now that she's an adult. Uh, but the same happens with everything in life. And I feel that we are missing the mark because, um, and, and that happens nowadays, particularly nowadays, I know that we live in a really messed up world where our kids are bombarded with all kinds of ideologies. And um, it is difficult to maintain a godly home or a home, home even if you don't got a Christian or you don't go to church. But a home where they are, you know, basic human rights or morals that, you know, you want your kids to have, which is respect, which is honor, which is loving people, caring for people, accepting people for who they are, regardless of their choices, regardless of their gender, regardless of their race, regardless of their financial position in the world of life, education, all of that. You want people to accept people. Even though they might not agree with them, even in their if they're different in their religion, you want people to you know to be accepted at your home and for your kids to grow with that. It seems that in this world of acceptance, we also are missing the mark that we are living in this social justice where everything is kind of like you are boxed in and you cannot do this because you're going to offend this and you cannot do this because you're going to offend that. So we live in a world full of offense. And we embrace the offense to the point that nowadays people are following, for example, like you can see in the politics, people are following, the, they disagree with the president, but they follow the Twitter president's account because they want to disagree with him. So we live in this constant offense. If I don't agree with the guy, I don't have to follow his Twitter account. I don't care what he has to say. I just don't follow it. Why do we follow him if we agree with him or disagree with him? And that happens here in my channel too. I see all the time people that follow my channel just because they disagree with me. They're the people that dislike my, my videos, people that troll my videos all the time and I have to delete their comments and I have to ban them. Why they do it? Because they live in the spirit of offense. They want to be offended about what they dislike and they want to make a point about it. And I feel that this is what's happening right now with everything. I found it very disheartening that they took my video. I mean, it takes me time for me to make a video. And um, for something so ridicule, uh, a very minuscule situation that has nothing to do, that is not offensive, that I don't think any kid should be offended. Uh, it's technically telling our kids, oh, you know, showing the naked body is wrong. It is sinful. It is bad. But we all have bodies. And we, under this clothing, we are human. You know, the clothes don't make us human. You know, our body, our flesh, our mind, our set, all we are, this is who we are. We have to accept us. We have to love each other for who we are. The, the body of a woman is beautiful. The same, the, the body of a man. Teaching our kids that that's important to know the difference between what is, uh, I would say, good and what is trashy. There's a big difference. You know, you know, this is the difference between seeing a naked body and accepting it for what they are and seeing something in a morbid way. Um, there are big differences. There are big differences. You know, a statue is not pornography. You know, that is a totally different story. 
Uh, and I feel that this is the big, big, big problem. Uh, and I can tell you one thing. At the end of the day, I understand and I respect the decision. Ultimately, I just post my videos and I want people to enjoy the content. I know the people that are watching the content are the people that care for my content. You know, because the bottom line is that when I go through my demographics and I look at all my numbers, the vast majority of the people that watch my videos are in the in the pretty much mid-20s all the way to their 40s. That's my range. You know, I have zero percentage of children watching my videos. Zero. So the likelihood that one of those kids will watch my videos is very minimum because it's not engaging. My content is not engaging to them because it's not directed to them. So, you know, any other person have no problem watching a statue of Dejatoris. Why is that a problem to them? And the same happened going now using the example of the Knights of the Zodiac. The people that are watching Knights of the Zodiac, the people that are going to watch it first and foremost are the people that grew up watching it back in the era. People are in their 30s, people are in their 40s, uh, and also a young generation in their 20s. They're going to watch it. It's not going to be the little kids, but they want to cater to the little kids. They're going to watch it, but ultimately they're going to watch a watered-down version. The parents don't like it, and definitely the kids are not going to like it either. It's just how it is. Uh, so I feel that this is something that we that want to consider. And I wanted to share with you because I feel that we have to be careful that in the way that we're trying to be accommodating to people on every mindset, we're also hurting other people. And we have to be mindful of every person. Uh, yes, I can tell you one thing. I'm a firm believer in keeping the innocence of our children. I do believe it. I do believe that children should have a good childhood you know, protected from a lot of the bad things that are happening in the world, you have to protect your kids. There are things that they shouldn't be watching. I never let my kid, when she was growing up, to watch certain movies, if there was certain language or sex scenes, I never let her watch that. I uh, I was very careful about letting her watch certain things. Uh, and, you know, and I feel that that's important. It's important as parents that we have that, that we have to have the reasoning uh, and, you know, in this case, the, the tact to do certain things. But there are things that are too extreme and we have to be careful. You know, in everything, there are always extremes on both sides, whether you are too prune about certain things or whether you're too open about certain things and you too, like, progressive about it. You have to have a happy medium. And as parents and as geeks, uh, we have to choose the happy medium, particularly when we are parents. Because, you know, yeah, we at a certain time in our lives, we didn't care. But we come to a place in our lives as when we have to raise a family uh, that we have to be very careful and to choose the right thing from wrong. But of course, we have to be careful not to be extreme because instead of helping our kids, we're hurting them. And and when we're hurting them, of course, it's going to affect them in their future, in their, in the, in their lives as adults. So that's my opinion. What do you think? Um, um, what do you think about that? Do you think I'm wrong? Do you think, uh, you know, I have something you know, I'm right in, 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 to a certain extent? Let me know in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you are listening to the podcast uh, and, uh, through iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, CastBox, TuneIn, Spotify, SoundCloud, you can come to Twitter. You can come to my Facebook page and you can leave your comments there. So once again, thank you, my friends. God bless. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.